Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Today's episode is all about the two essential things that you absolutely must have in order to make sales in your business. Now, this works regardless of what type of business that you're in. So it doesn't matter what your niche is. It doesn't matter who your clients are. It doesn't matter if you're selling a product or a service, a course, a program, a widget, you name it, when you got it, it's totally fine. And so right now, if you're thinking, but Susan, my business is so different. Nobody else understands. I hear you, sister, but I also want you to take a pause and listen through this entire episode because it is really going to help you understand the mechanics behind the fundamental things that every business must have when it wants to see sales coming through the door over and over and over again, uh, even if you have struggled in the past, okay? So, I can't wait to dive in. This is a super juicy topic. I'm going to break it down and make things as simple as possible for you. So go ahead, grab your paper, grab your pen, because you're going to want to uh, take some notes. And if you're someplace where you can't take any notes, uh, not to worry, we're going to have all the details below in our show notes. Go ahead and grab those, but you're probably going to want to bookmark this particular episode because it is going to hopefully uh, open your eyes a little bit wider around why you may be struggling and how you can make things a lot more simple and easy for you, my friend. Okay. So too many times I hear from clients, from folks that are reaching out to me and saying, oh my goodness, like Susan, I, um, am putting out these offers. I am, uh, creating things. I am, um, nobody, nobody actually wants what I have to offer and or the other option is that I don't think the people that I have in my current audience and my current following, the people who are on my list, I don't think that they are the right people. Okay, so here's my answer to that, to both of those things. The ultimate thing that you need to have in your business in order to create sales of any kind uh, is there's two pieces, Okay the two essentials. So what are they? In order for a sale to happen, you first need something to sell, which is your offer, right? Something to sell. The second thing is you need somebody to buy that thing you have to sell. So you need a buyer. You need to have somebody who is interested in your products, your services, your programs. So you need to have somebody who's potentially going to be a buyer and a customer or a client for your business. Now, without either of these things, you simply won't have a sale, right? So let's, let's think this all the way through. So if you are a business owner right now and you have a ton of different products, you have a ton of different uh, services, you have different programs, different offers, different SKUs that you have put out there in the world and you are wondering, uh, why aren't I making sales? Then 
chances are you're missing the, the second part of this essential equation, which is the buyer. So you may have tons and tons of offers. You may have tons of solutions and um, things that people can buy. But if you don't have somebody who's ready to buy, you just have a lot of inventory. You have a lot of stock. You have a lot of, of offers. You have you know, a website full of different things that you could have people buying, but you probably aren't seeing a lot of uh, you know, notifications showing up saying that somebody has bought, somebody has bought, somebody bought. So your orders are not coming through. So we tend to overcomplicate things because we think that we need to have all these different mechanics in place. And yet at the end of the day, if I said to you, I just want you to simplify and have one order, like one thing that you're going to offer to people that you know will knock their socks off and deliver exactly what it is that they're looking for. And then the second part is that you know specifically who that offer is for, you are going to find it a lot easier to go out and start making sales because you're going to be much more specific with who it is that you're trying to help and more importantly, how you can help them, right? Without getting bogged down in the weeds. Now, if we, again, look on the flip side, if you have, and I've had clients come to me who have huge, massive audiences, but also small and mighty audiences, and they go, number one, because uh, if you're in the small but mighty bucket, you may be thinking, well, I, I can't possibly sell to them because I simply don't have enough people in my audience. I need to grow my audience to a certain number. I need to have, you know, a customer list of a thousand or 10,000, or I need to have my social media following be a certain number or people in my database or my email list to be a certain number. And so you're waiting, you're waiting to grow that before you either create something or have something or simply just make offers available to the folks. So you may be thinking right now, I either am waiting for, for more buyers because I have some, but I don't have enough. Or on the flip side, you have a huge number of people. I've had clients come to me with followers of anywhere from 80,000 plus across all their different social media channels with tens of thousands of people on their email list. And yet when I look at their bank account balance and the number of sales that they're generating, it simply does not match up, right? And so again, it's because the offer is incongruent or just not the right one for the buyer that they have. So when we look at these two different components, I want you to really understand the relationship between your buyer, your offer, and then how they work together. Because when we simplify these things, there is a natural tendency to overcomplicate. But the other piece is that when we simplify, you really have to hone in on your expertise and the mastery by which you help other people. So I'm going to take a pause because I want you to just kind of have that mulling around in your head, but I want you to also realize that when you have that simplicity of here's my offer and here's a buyer, and yes, you could have multiple offers. That's, that's, totally fine too, right? But really and truly, what I want you to think about is if you have potential buyers, you have a pool of people who are available to work with you, to buy from you, to become loyal uh, raving fans and customers, and they're not, the potential is that you have an issue with the offer that you are trying to sell them and the way that you are positioning it, packaging it, pricing it, or communicating it. 
Okay. So when you think about all those different components, then the flip side is also true. If you have an offer that you are excited to sell and you know that there is a need in the marketplace and yet it's simply not selling, it could be a situation of one of all of the things that we already discussed, right? Like the pricing, the packaging, the positioning for that particular offer, the way that you're communicating the value of it um, and pricing it appropriately for the, the potential buyer. But the other critical piece that you know now from this equation that you're potentially missing or that it may be incongruent or not completely aligned to the offer is the perfect buyer, the one who's going to go, hell yes, this is exactly what I'm searching for, even if it is something that is a low-priced offer. So this is across the board, regardless of the price point for your products and services. And I know that sometimes a natural tendency is to immediately think that when you, you know, as your price point increases, that this, this becomes more of an issue. And while there is some truth to that, I will I will tell you, I mean, you can go and look on Amazon right now and see how many different products are available um, for, I mean, let's use a pen, right? Like a writing instrument, the ballpoint pen, uh, which side note, I love me some office supplies. And so <laughs> if you also love office supplies, you'll know what I mean when you do a simple search on Amazon and you just search for a pen, you will legitimately come up with pages, which means hundreds, if not thousands upon thousands of different types of pens that are available for people to purchase. So what's the difference between one pen over another? Because that's essentially your offer, right? Especially if you're thinking, well, gosh, like, I have competitors, they're taking over their market share, I'm simply not doing as well, and so I'm really struggling to uh, make a difference in a competitive marketplace. Now, I'm going to tell you, I work in a very, very competitive niche. The coaching consulting industry, especially for um, the people that I serve, is highly competitive. And yet, as somebody who started out with really zero background in the online field um, and creating an audience from scratch, not knowing that this was truly a real business and stumbling into it, I'm going to tell you that if I can do this, you absolutely can, especially if you have a plan, if you have a strategy, if you have a purpose, and you have been called to do this thing, and you know exactly why and what and how you're meant to do it. So when you think about the person, oftentimes, so we'll go back to this pen analogy, right? Because I think it's an easy one for us to all kind of grasp and, and wrap our head around. And then I'll give you a, a real life example for uh, a client. So when we think about the pen, and the reason why there's so many different types of pens out there, the offer itself, the pen, is now going to be specific based on you as the company and the person that is creating that pen. So maybe you have proprietary ink. So in the example of uh, friction pens, which I also love, um, because side note, I love office supplies. I truly do. <laughs> so if you use friction pens and if you don't, just uh, Google it, look it up. But friction pens is a very specific formulation of ink. It is proprietary. It is um, something that they have uh, created by accident. Um, and so what they are doing is they have created an erasable pen. Uh, the ink is erasable. So it is 
true ink, but it is a very specific type of ink that is chemically formulated in order for it to be erasable. And so as such, it's not the same as a Bic or a Pentel or any other major brand name that's out there that would use ballpoint ink. In fact, it's not even ballpoint ink. It's not even a gel ink. It's a very specific type. And so that is a proprietary type of offer. It's very specific to that company. This is the same for you. Your offer is proprietary to you, right? And so you don't really need to worry about the fact that your offer is different from everybody else's unless the broad category that you're operating in doesn't exist. Because again, if Pentel tried to create something that was totally different, totally unheard of, it would be a lot harder for that offer to, to gain traction and make, make some noise. Because they created a pen, which has thousands of competitors in the marketplace right now, but they created a very specific and unique way of doing that and delivering that, that is what you do right now, right? You have a uniqueness to you. Now, sometimes it gets lost in translation because the way that you're communicating it or perhaps the way that you have created the offer itself, there's an issue with it. And it's not as irresistible as it could be. This is something that I help my clients with specifically. These are things that we work through because there is a methodology that I have created in order to help you to really tap into your unique genius and to make sure that that irresistible factor is really amped up. Because when you do so, people start asking, how can I get that? Where did you where did you learn this? Like, how can you help me? I want that. And you don't have to feel like you're ever convincing anybody or pushing somebody into making the purchase with you. So that's that's super critical for you to understand. Now, when we talk about your buyers, again, what I often find is that we have a build it and they will come sort of situation. You either are creating your offer in a silo, which doesn't make it irresistible. And more importantly, it makes it so that you're the only one that essentially wants what it is that you have to offer. Well, my friend, you probably realize by now that when you do so, that is the quick way to failure and to shutting down your business doors. Because if you only create something that you uniquely want and are passionate about, and it doesn't, it doesn't communicate with people the way that you want it to, like it doesn't resonate with anyone that you desperately want to serve, then it doesn't matter how wonderful it is. It doesn't matter what kind of results it can get because it's simply not going to sell. So if you have people that you are serving and you are giving them the wrong offer that you just aren't giving them an opportunity to work with you. And so when you are looking at this from a high level perspective, what I want you to understand is that there are a lot of moving parts that I work through with my clients when we're developing a, a, their offer strategy and more importantly, when they're really dialing in who it is that they want to work with. Now, for today's purposes, for our topic today, what I want you to understand is that for you to sell properly, you must have these two essential things. You must have your offer or something to sell. You must also have somebody who is willing to buy that thing that you have to sell. Now, if we unpack a little bit more in detail, what it means around the people that you want as buyers. Again, the number one issue that I have with clients coming to me is, but I can help everybody. Everybody has this problem. So if we go back to this lonely pen, and we use this again as an example. Yes, most people need to write, right? I would say that 
does everybody have a need for a pen? I could probably safely say that 99% of the adult population could probably use a pen at some point in their life right now, right? If you're listening to this right now, chances are you could use a pen. You could buy a pen and make use of it. But are you the right person to buy that pen? And do you, do you actually need a pen? So when we think about something as easy to sell as a pen, because it's an everyday item, when we think about the uh, friction pen that I just mentioned to you, again, not everybody likes that style of pen. Not everybody likes the fact that it is erasable. And more importantly, if you live somewhere where it is extremely hot, it's not the best pen for you because it is a thermal ink. That's how it appears and disappears. So it's kind of like disappearing ink. So the friction of rubbing something actually creates um, heat on the page. And that's what makes it disappear. So it's actually not quite disappeared, but the friction of that has made it appear like it's not there. And so as a result, if you live someplace where it is extremely warm, it will make the ink disappear. And so guess what? That means that that pen is essentially not as useful for you, right? So you're not the ideal buyer. So knowing this, um, you would need to market your pen in this case or your services differently, right? So what I want you to think about is that yes, absolutely. Are you here to help as many people as you possibly can and as many people who will buy your products and services? Absolutely. But does that mean that you market to those people? No, because you would not be able to convert them. You would not have them go to your offer and say, oh my gosh, that's for me. I want that. And that's what happens time and time again with clients who are servant leaders, who are trying to build an empire and create a massive impact in the world. And they're getting caught up in this cycle of trying to help everybody and talk to everybody. And along the way, they are speaking to no one. They're helping very few people and they're wondering where their buyers are. So stop doing that. Really dial in who your buyer is for your specific offer. Remember that the only two things that you need to have in your business right now is something to sell, an offer that you can put out in the world and ask people to work with you on or purchase from you, and a buyer, somebody who is uniquely designed to need that product or service because it solves a problem that they have currently in their life or their business, whatever is the area that you help them with. And so this is all you need, okay? So we've unpacked a lot of details around these two critical facts that are essential in order for you to not only make sales, but continue to make sales. Because here's the piece that I find um, happens as, you, as soon as you start getting traction in your business, you stop this business fundamental. You stop remembering that all it takes is an irresistible offer put in front of the right person. And that allows them with your invitation to make the purchase, right? So once they know about it, then they'll be given an opportunity to buy. If you have those two pieces, you will more consistently have more sales happening in your business over and over again. But if you don't, if you are missing your audience or don't know what to say to that 
that audience because you have the, the incorrect offer or the way that you've uh, promoting it or that you're positioning it or that you've packaged it or that you've priced it are not quite appropriate for your target market, then things will go off the rails. And this is exactly why I help my clients to go over this. And so this is something that I want you to keep in mind as you are going through and evaluating your offers today. So here's your homework. Right now, right here, right now, what I want you to do is take a look at all of the things that you have available to sell. And I want you to do an audit. I want you to think about for my ideal clients, for my target buyer, is this irresistible? Does it make them go, I want that? And if not, what can you do to change that? And really thinking about the, the P's that I talked about, right? What's your package? What's your price? How are you positioning this? And what's your promotion? Um, and is it aligned to who it is that you want to sell to? And if not, make some changes, okay? So that is your homework to implement exactly what you learned today. And I wanted to share a final quote uh, because it really resonated with, with me today. And I don't know where the original comes from. Um, this was just something that I heard in passing. Education without action is just entertainment. So I don't want to be just entertaining for you, friend. I want to make sure that I am educating you and that you are empowered to take action. And that's why you have some homework today. I can't wait to celebrate your successes and hear what you have gleaned from being able to do the homework, take some action, and be able to implement this in your own business. Thanks so much. And I can't wait to hear from you and see you on the other side. Hey, after this episode, are you thinking what I'm thinking, which is how in the heck do I create my irresistible offer? How do I make sure that what I'm creating, what I'm asking people to work with me on is actually uh, helping them, but more importantly, that is making them go, I want that, like I want in. Where do I sign up? How do I work with you? Give me more details so that you never have to feel like you're having to convince or push somebody or send out like a million cold DMs to folks who simply aren't interested. Have you ever had that happen? So if that sounds like something that you know that you need, right? Like if you know that you need to dive in deeper around creating that irresistible offer, if you know that you need some help around really dialing in your messaging and how to get buyers for your programs before you've even created them so that they could be sold out and you knew with certainty and with confidence that people were excited for what it was that you were about to put out there in the world, I want to invite you to come and join me for my upcoming program, Sold Out Success. Uh, we are just in the stages of starting to create this based on popular demand and request from our clients. So, you will be the first to know as soon as I have more details, as soon as I put together any training or information, you will be jumped to the front of the line, the VIP list. Come ahead and grab your spot, my friend, and join us on the wait list. I can't wait to see your name on there. And uh, yeah, let, let's, let's get this going.